all, and welcome to here's Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that will try to be nice to movies, but may indeed end up slicing and dicing them. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's July, I'm doing Gay American Pie in July. This is also part of the summer of same sex. So, here we are at Eating Out 4. This is the reason why I'm calling it this entire month the gay american pie because it's pretty much a gay sorry a an american pie spin-off wannabe i mean hmm. so this one and part five were shot back to back in fact part five was shot first as these were put out straight to dvd only mere months apart hmm. now i've never actually seen part five and i've only seen this movie once and all member is it's months after events of part three, and things have cooled off between Casey and Zack. So, eh, let's just pack a bag, because this one time at Ben Camp. Oh, sorry, that's a wrong franchise. So, with its unknown budget, I'm guessing extremely low, this thing pulled in unknown. The cast, Chris Salvador, Daniel Skellington, Aaron Milo, Lilac Mendovlevich, I think I pronounced her name, Drew Deutsch, Mick Stoll and Rebecca Cochin, directed by Q. Alan Abroca. Other plot, it's maybe a year after the events of part three and things have cooled off extremely for a Romeo and Juliet of the previous movies. So they both go to a drama camp where they both have temptations. Can their relationship survive? Well, let's find out. So, as with all of these movies, opens up on a porn scenario. And Zack, once again played by Chris Salvador, is helping a hunky plumber unclog his pipes and stroking his head. They both get soaking wet as the head explodes. I should explain, it's a shower. So they both get undressed and Zack jacks off this hapless plumber. Suddenly, Casey, once again played by Daniel Skeleton, rips open the shower curtains and cuts off the plumber's dick and then kills Zack with a pair of scissors. Not to worry, however, this is a psycho homage as a director yells cut. The director is Jason, played by Garakai uh, Mutabarwa. I guess that's his name. If not, I apologise. Anyway, he's our budding Hitchcock. I gotta say, thank god this is for an artistic project because the acting was fucking awful. Plus, Casey kills him using a pair of child's safety scissors. I mean, come on, you could even get a pair of fucking kitchen scissors or even a butcher's knife. I mean, mm. anyway, up pops the titles. Oh, by the way, there's the whole bit where you see the blood circling the drain and there's splooge in the drain. That is just fucking disgusting. Anyway, up pops the titles with a bad song playing, which is a wannabe Take That clone. Latter day, we'll take that at that. As Jason packs his movie Homocidal into the post to try to get into drama camp. I love that, that title. <laughs> a few days later, all three of them are into the same camp. Cut to all three packing for camp. Jason with his film study books. Zach with his own headshots. And Casey with condoms and lube. So, wow! Casey went from prude virgin to complete whore in a matter of months, and Zack went from shy retiring person to a vain prude. I mean, how the hell packs fucking headshots? Next morning, Casey wakes up with morning wood, so he tries to get morning sex from Zack, but he's not in a mood. 
Wow, only after a few months to even a year, and Zack is interested, giving fuel to the fire that they and pretty boys can't do long-term relationships then. So in a huff, Casey jacks off and splooges on Zack's back. Unfortunately, his aunt, Aunt Helen, played once again by Mink Stoll, barges in with some hapless pretty boy, a much younger man who calls her a gilf, to break up the party. He then hightails out there when he sees two gays in bed naked. So, with that, the boys leave for camp as Helen calls back the pretty boy. At some random park meeting spot before heading to camp, does Jason meet Lily, played by Harmony Santana. She's a transgender girl. And wow, movie, you're going to play the world. First, we have straight playing gay, and then we have gay playing straight. Then we had gays playing bi. Now we actually have trans and black people. I'm stunned, me pearls. Up runs Zack and Casey to throw their suitcases into an already stuffed van. Up walks yet another bland pretty boy, Benji, played by Aaron Milo. This and part five is his only movies. He must have been a fucking flavour in months. Of course he is buff and pretty, therefore Zack is all over him. Really, mate? I mean, this movie is doing no favours for hunks trying to date geeks, is it? I mean, if this is the first buff pretty boy Zack sees, he's ready to settle down, have his kids, and toss Casey aside like a fucking hot totty. Or a news condom, Jesus Christ. Benji is of course shirtless in 30 seconds after meeting him. All pile into the van, about fucking 10 people. Did God only a few of these actual cast members? Ah, would you know it? Zach's seatbelt doesn't work. So he's instantly on top of Benji, foaming at the fucking zip. Casey is steaming mad in the back seat as Benji then tells the van he's straight. Bullshit! No man wears a studied belt and wears purple ginch gonge underwear. Also, I'm loving it when Casey introduces himself as Zach's boyfriend. Benji says, I'm sorry, I didn't realise. With that, Zack hits him with a look, like saying, yeah, I love my sandals once and now I'm stuck with this twat. Let me fuck you please, you're so pretty. Also in the van is Genevieve, played by McMacria, I think I pronounce her name, Cunningham. She's a rich bitch, up her own arse, and now she knows that Benji is straight, she's trying to cut her claws into him. At camp, the camp owner, Dick Dickey, played by Drew Dodge, is looking over this, the CV or resume of his latest recruit. She is Penny, played by Lilac Mendovlich. By the way, why the hell is she dressed like a character from Friday the 13th of the game? Jesus Christ, she's stuck in the fucking mid-80s. Anyway, he isn't pleased. He has to pay her for her studies. He's a bitter old queen. Has been, or rather has never been. I mean, you know what you say. Those who can't teach. And I've just insulted my teacher audience. Oops. Anyway, he tells her she can do anything and everything he can't be arsed doing. Anyway, up pulls the van and everyone piles out. And note, this camp is actually Camp Shalom in Malibu. Casey and Lily settle into a cabin with her complaining she is in the boys' cabins. Not to, uh, not to girls' ones, just the fact she hasn't transitioned yet. In walks yet another bland pretty boy, Bo, played by Ronnie Crow, in his first movie post his playgirl shoot. He is all over Casey due to him being a redhead, plus Casey says he is strawberry blonde. No mate, you're a ginger. 
Anyway, in Zach's cabin, he's sharing with Jason. And what do you know who else? Why, of course, it's Benji. Gee, I wonder if these people are going to end up sleeping together. Hmm. Anyway, Zach says he's fine with sharing a room with two straights, but they cannot talk about vagina, football or guns. Way to prove gays can't be heterophobic there, movie. Way to prove that one. Jason says he's straight not fucking brain dead. So Zach awkwardly sulks off to deal with Casey. This leaves Jason to confront Benji about him being gay and indeed not straight. With Benji saying he is confused. God, no, again. Movie, get a new trick. This is four movies and four confused fucking pretty boys who end up being gay. I mean, mm, tired stick. He says he can't act straight all summer after he is a great actor. Jason says since he is the next Hitchcock, he can direct Benji for being straight all summer. What the fuck? Then Benji asks about him and Lily, telling him she's not a real girl. What in the fuck movie? In Casey's cabin, he is unpacked. He has it out with Zach about how he couldn't wait to jump over Benji in the back of Anna is. And now they're sharing a cabin. He will be all over him in minutes. Zach says no, he's happy with Casey. Bollocks! In walks Bo to defend Casey after what's getting pretty heated and petted. Petty even. Casey says it's fine. Zach is his boyfriend. Zach looks bed up and Bo rather, up and down and storms off saying, Ah, you'll be human soon, I see. I.e. he will fuck Bo. God, this guy is a fucking twat. Just looking for a way to dump Casey, who th- he thinks is way below him. Guess the thrill of a geek ginger has worn off and he did wants to jump into Benji's waiting arms and indeed legs. This is why you should fall for the person, not the packaging. After all, once it's unwrapped, you might not like what you find inside. Anyway, cut to Dick Dicky telling the camp his life story, then handing out the rules. Number one rule being no sex, as he hasn't had sex in seven years, and he doesn't see the need to have all these pretty boys shagging each other in his camp. Something about... How when he was a kid he was told he would be an actor, blah, 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 blah. Now he owns this camp and he's a has-been and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, he goes on. In two weeks, they have to do a scene from a Shakespeare play, but give it a modern twist. Now, why is it always Shakespeare fucking plays? What is it with these hacks? Why don't have something new and or need fucking fresh? Jesus criminies. And by the way, who goes to camp for two weeks? I thought camp was 12 weeks minimum. Anyway, the grand prize is an all Exclusive, inclusive rather, paid weekend in Palm Springs, i.e. part 5. As outside, Zach is all over Benji, who asks how he and Casey can survive all summer without sex, with Zach saying, he'll be fine, I have you. So pissed off, Casey runs off, where he meets Penny cleaning the trash cans of, I think it's vomit, but it was like bloody porridge or, or oatmeal, what the hell it is, telling him she's here to learn too. Anyway, she asks why he is with Zack, if he is indeed such an arsehole and indeed a jerk. Casey explains he's so fucking hot and it took him forever to get him to date him. Wow movie, just fucking wow. I mean, just because he's hot, he can treat you like shite. Who in the... F- oh my god, this movie is... 
doing no favours for the fucking gay community one little iota. Anyway, she points out to him maybe they aren't in love or indeed lust anymore. With that, he walks over to ponder this. That night in the cabins, Zack is shocked to learn street guys talk about their dicks much more than gays do. Yeah, mate, they are men too. In fact, street guys talk about sex more than gays do. Shock horror. I mean, hmm. Meanwhile, Lily is complaining she is stuck with Casey and Bo. I mean, surely there's more than one cabin for all the girls on this fucking camp. After all, it's three to a cabin. And there is no less than 30 plus people at this fucking camp. You're trying to say to me there isn't more than one cabin for girls? I mean... So Casey mocks Dickie using his voice as he is... He's got a, a way of mocking other people's voices, and I've got to say the lip sync is fucking terrible here. Saying he has banned sex because sex is immoral, blah 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 blah. Nobody needs to have sex and this and that and blah 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 blah. Anyway, in walks Bo, drop his underwear because he sleeps nude. So 23 minutes in, we get to see his dick like clockwork. Every new guy gets his dick out at the 23 fucking minute mark. Casey's eyes are now on stocks. As the next day, learning begins. And oh dear, sweet mother of bejeezable, why in the fuck is Tiffany, once again played by Rebecca Koshen, in this as a teacher for one fucking scene? Why are you here, love? Your story is well and truly over. Jesus. Anyway, she's teaching how to scream, also how to deep throat. No comment. She then pairs them off into pairs. Surprise! Zack is over Benji, and so is Tiffany for that matter. Casey is then stuck with Penny. Tiffany forces the pair to stick their fist into their partner's mouth and then scream from their throat. What in the fuck? She calls this the Betty White principle. Kenan, cut to Jason and Lily awkwardly connecting as he asks her to be Kate from Taming of the Shrew. As back to Casey and Penny, who are hanging up with no sex notices all over the camp. Casey tells her he thinks Benji may indeed be, may indeed be gay, as he keeps on eye-fucking-Zack. So in the woods, Casey hears a noise and thinks it's a psycho killer, but not to worry, it's only two horny gay guys trying to suck each other off. Anyway, cut to the stage. Jason is holding auditions for his play, getting everyone to do the to be or not to be speech from Hamlet tickets from. They are all awful, apart from Lily, who is given the role of Kate, as this does not sit well with Genevieve. And she's on a ridiculous transphobic rant that she is indeed not a real girl, and real girls should only play real girl roles. Uh, you are aware that. Shakespeare had men playing women, hence the word drag, dressed as a girl. Hello? Oh my god. Anyway, Jason puts her in her place, saying he has found the perfect actor for this role. Lily then turns to Genevieve, saying she is a woman, not a fucking man. Then turns to Jason, says she need no man to defend her, and storms off. Cut to Dickie teaching a class on how to stage kiss. Casey kisses Penny as Benji kisses Lily. Bo kisses Penny after Dickie breaks up Bo and Casey because the two are getting too comfy with each other. As a short K 
Greek, Neil, I think his name is, is played by Michael Sirocco. He's one of the gay guys in the woods earlier. Kisses Genevieve and throws up because he's too gay. Oh, for fuck's sake, movie. At lunch, Penny and Casey went with a plan to test if Benji is indeed actually straight or if he is a closet case. By getting Penny to pants some pretty boy, who was the other guy in the woods getting a blowjob, who is, of course isn't wearing underwear, and then she feels if Benji is hard. What in the actual fuck movie? Because apparently, if a gay guy sees another guy naked, he's instantly hard. So that's not how that one works. Anyway, she feels up Benji for a good 30 seconds, and then the pretty boy, who still has his dick hanging out, helps her up. He thinks a round of applause from the camp for his impressive dick. Okay then. She pulls Casey outside to tell him she couldn't tell if Benji was turned on or not. He might be hung. Who in the fuck wrote this thing? Oh my god. So Jason pins a notice on a notice board of his cast. And wouldn't you know it, Zach and Benji are cast as lovers. What are the chances? I mean, mm, is this some hack wrote this piece of shit? Lily, of course, gets the lead female role. Who then asked Jason if she only got the part because he's sweet on her. He says, no, she's such a great actor. Casey walks up to tell Lily to go for it with Jason. But she tells him boys only want her for fetish reasons or for a scoreboard reason. Wow, she really closed off and very standoffish. Casey then tells her the story of part three. And then tells her to give Jason a chance. He's a nice guy. He's a friend from college I'm guessing. She walks off coming a fucking weirdo as why would you pretend to be another person to get into uh, Casey, uh, sorry, Zach's knickers and blah 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 blah. Cut to Jason teaching Benji how to quote act straight. Saying this play is a chance to test the waters with Zach. Go for it. You are better for him than Casey is and wow with friends of him who fuck needs enemies. Because apparently he deliberately picked Benji and Zach to be the two leads because he likes the fact that two gay guys are kissing even though he's supposed to be 100% straight himself and he likes the fact that he can push the boundaries and have homosexual sex in every one of his movies. Okay then, fetishising gay guys. Mm, where to go movie? <clears throat> In walks Zach to shut up Benji. Oh, for fuck's sake movie, just get them naked and get them to fuck each other. Jesus Christ. This, what they wouldn't they shit out with fucking friends? Jesus criminy. Anyway, Benji, the complete he hasn't come since the first day of camp. It's been three days. Zach tells him he can't hang out with him because he's straight as he doesn't fit in because he isn't comfortable with Benji being straight and he hates straights because he feels so awkward and an outsider and blah 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 blah. But he strangely feels comfortable next to Benji because Benji is giving off vibes. Oh my god. This movie's that night in Casey's bed, Zach pretty much breaks off them. He runs back to Benji. Lily tells Casey to end it with Zach, as he says he wants Zach to end it with him, therefore being the victim. I see you, Casey. You want Bo, but you can't break off with Zach because you want the victimhood points. I see you, mate. In walks Bolter up naked yet again for bed, and Casey is all over him like a fucking bad rash. 
Wow, not even a year into the relationship and it's cooled off this much that actually fucking I fucking the first pretty boy both of them see. This is toxic. Next day at a rehearsal, Zach has his big kissing scene with Benji. Jason says no, hold it until opening night because he wants the anticipation of the kiss to be real. Later that day, Dickie makes Zach sing a terrible song called Drama Queen as the whole camp sings and dances along. As I hate musicals, I fast forwarded this and this fucker go on for a full five minutes. Jesus Christ. This song is intercut with more rehearsal scenes plus Dickie stopping all the horny guys messing around. By the way, way too much auto-tune, Zachy Poo, you aren't fucking sure, or indeed Britney. Once the song is over, Casey is running lines with Zach. Casey out of nowhere tells Zach he's not jealous and if Benji was straight, would they still be a couple? And Zach looks confused. Next day, Penny picks a poison ivy or poison oak to put in Benji's underwear, which she does so with glee. She's almost caught by Zach so she has to hide by diving out the bedroom window. She watches him sniff Benji's underwear with the poison ivy on it. What in the fuck, maybe? He then rubs it over himself and jacks off into them. Cut to Jason asking Lily out. Yes, it's that badly edited. Back to Zach, whose whole body has broken out into hives and indeed a nasty rash. Zach tells Casey he needs to rehearse with Benji. It's no big deal, it's just a big kissing scene. He can't do it because he's covered in this nasty hive. So, there is absolutely zero chemistry between Casey and Benji. However, Benji kisses him, so Casey grabs his dick and feels he is hard, so he runs off, leaving Jason to run lined with Lily. Jason runs to Penny, who is of course covered in highs also as the ditzy bitch dived into the poison ivy for some reason. He tells her he filled Benji up and he is indeed gay. Jason then fails to kiss Lily, so she runs off as Benji runs after her to talk to her, telling her he's not straight. Where the fuck did this bit come from? Anyway, for reasons... Lily says, why do men play games when they have to be truthful with each other? Blah, 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 blah. So cut to Casey running lines with Zach. The two are about to kiss as in walks Benji. So Casey tells him to kiss while he watches. <coughs> the two then kiss. Casey then runs off. Zach then knows Benji is completely gay. Casey is almost in tears running back to his cabin. Eh, mate, you forced them and you want to break it off with Zach, so why are you hurt? Oh, I forgot. You're a victim. Still couldn't find comfort in between Bo's legs. But instead of facing up to his problems, Benji runs to Penny to tell him he's dumping Zach. So Zach gets no say in this whatsoever then. He has no feelings at all in this relationship. He has nothing invested in this year-plus relationship, or even two years relationship, I'm guessing. Two or three years, I mean, it's been, what, three years between movies, or two years between movies, so there's no no feelings, nothing at all. Why not something? Fuck this movie! Fuck Casey, Zach, and Benji, and indeed the writer of this fucking terrible piece of shit. Oh my god. 
You just can't give up on a perfect final relationship because you can't deal with the fact you're playing outside of your league and you forced your pretty boy boyfriend to snog another pretty boy. And then you don't have the guts to break it off or indeed fight for a relationship. So fuck you, you prissy little princess. God almighty, who the fuck wrote this trash? There is no feelings in this. It's just about sex. Back to Zach, who asked Benji why he lied to him. He says he is flirty. He's a flirty gay, but he will not cheat. He won't jump on Benji's bones because he is hot and he's gay. Benji then tells him he loves him. Where the fuck did this come from? Next day, Casey breaks up with Zach just like that. Casey then asks if his feelings are hurt and Zach says no. Wow, hollow meets shallow. Fucking hell, these two are beyond toxic. I mean, mm. Casey then pushes Zach into Benji's arms as he walks off. Final rehearsal time. Jason tells Benji and Zach just to go where it feels right. Lower then demands Jason ask her out. When he says he doesn't know how he feels about her, she runs off in a pissy little mood. Doing wonders for trans people with their love, I mean. Leaving Zach and Benji all alone to rehearse, with Casey watching on hidden in the aisles. Creepy much. The two kiss and things get hot and heavy. Casey, who is now sitting in Jason's seat, is using his voice impersonation skills to make Benji and Zach have sex as he watches. What sort of weird old perverted shit is this? Benji then spodges over Zach, all three come as in Barge's dicky to break it up far too fucking late, screaming, there's no cum shots in a Shakespeare play. Oh my god, Jason is now at Lily's door begging for a chance, but she is too busy packing her shit and is in a pissy little mood. Jason is then pulled to Dickie's office as waiting for him is Benji and Zach. Dickie is about to throw them out of the camp and had them expelled until Penny gets the guy she pantsed to fuck him. Over the tannoid, with the whole camp, hears him messing around and indeed coming. Meanwhile, in his cabin, Casey spills all to Zack. It was him, not Jason, that made them have sex. Because apparently that's perfectly fine and perfectly justifiable. The parents then shot to take their children or teenagers away. As Dickie comes, the whole camp hears him, including some of the stunned parents. It's time for the plays! They're all god-awful! As in walks Jason, so Dickie tells him his play is back in, including the cum scene, because this is the first time he's came in seven years. And indeed, he thinks he has now seen the light and sex must be in everything. Oh my god. So waiting in the wings, Zach asks Benji out. Uh, they go on stage, get the crowd all hot and heavy, and then the two men uh, start the scene. It starts to fall to pieces as Lily breaks character to ask Jason out. He says yes, and they break out in the wings. Benji walks onto stage and tells Zach he loves him. The two kiss and then fall around on stage and pretty much fuck each other on stage in front of about fucking 40 people. The crowd are loving this one as Casey then bags Bo. 
All three couples start having sex on the stage. The crowd are loving it. All of them pulling out their cell phones or need mobiles to record this thing. Some in the crowd even start having sex. Genevieve then pulls the curtain closed as Dickie gives Jason and everyone on stage the grand prize. As cum is fucking everywhere on the bloody stage. As credits mercilessly roll. So that was eating out for Drama Camp. What can I say about this? It's a wannabe of a wannabe American Pie clone. All the characters are either fucking vile, selfish, narcissistic, vain or indeed hateful. The secretly sweet ending doesn't hide the fact this is a hollow nothing of a movie. This is basically softcore gay porn wannabe. Just avoid this. I mean, this, like part two, takes a huge shit on part three. And I'm worried for next week as I haven't seen part fucking five. I'm going to give this thing a very generous one out of ten. This movie beyond pissed me off. I mean... The message this movie sends is unreal. You can't just have a relationship based on entirely on sex and then expect it to go on and on. I mean, oh my god, the stuff about, oh, you're too pretty for me. I must, oh my god, and then the whole, I can't cheat. I'm, oh god, this, this movie is just a fucking disaster zone. Anyway. Come back next week as I wrap up the summer of same sex eating out five open weekend. August is animal attack. September is not so superhero movies. October is one-off horrors. November is no nightmare. My look at Robert England movies. And December is I haven't a bloody clue yet. So hmm. Now I don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at here's a Johnny's a pod. Check out my other franchise podcasts of Aliens, Predator, Batman, and more. Also my solo podcast of Nightmare on Street Two, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, Cherry Pop, and many, many, many more. A bye, and remember, I watch these movies so you don't have to. Mm-hmm.